Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 228. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, buy him a coffee, and you'll be a friend for life. Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Welcome to session 228 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and spending time with me today. I appreciate that. And before I go on to today's guest, I do want to thank you all for the amazing feedback about last week's episode, episode 227, which featured 15 different answers from 15 different entrepreneurs about what they'd wish they had known before starting their own online business. And I'll likely be doing a lot more episodes like that one in the future because the feedback was just so tremendous. So thank you all so much. If you haven't heard that yet, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 227 will take you there. But I highly recommend you listen to this one because this involves one of my answers uh, to that question. Well, what's one thing I wish I had known? And I put my own answers in that episode, but something that comes to mind that I would also like to add is, well, I wish I knew how important it was to take care of myself health-wise as an entrepreneur and how much that actually plays a role in the success I would have. And that's why I'm really excited to invite our guest on the show today. His name is Jeff McMahon, and he is known as my virtual trainer. Now, what is virtual training? Well, virtual training is like personal training, and this involves nutrition plans, this involves exercises, sometimes live workouts over Skype, um, but oftentimes he just texts me uh, over the phone what my workout is for the day, and I go and do it. It's incredible because it provides a lot of flexibility, this kind of virtual training. And uh, we're gonna talk a lot about what he has done to help me and what I've learned, um, some of the mistakes I had made and what we can all do to better enhance our health and fitness so that we can better find results in our business too. I, it, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I don't have time to go to the gym, right? And they're working on their side business and you know, I felt like this way too, where I would put an hour into the gym and feel like I was losing that hour with my business. But I found that just rather quickly that I would get that time back two, three, tenfold sometimes because of the energy, the focus, the creativity that comes out of just having a healthy body. Because when you think about it, like your body is the machine, right? It's the machine that has all this output 
based on all these things that are that you're doing. And you know, if you're if you're not healthy, uh, then you're not going to have as good of output. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have rock hard abs or you know anything like that. But having a healthy body means having a healthy mindset, which means better business. And so this is why when people ask me what's the number one thing they would recommend to see higher productivity and output in their business, I say exercise. Richard Branson has said the same thing. So I'm excited to have Jeff on the show. We're gonna talk a little bit about what this virtual training is like so that you could perhaps find somebody to do something similar. Uh, And you can also find Jeff at tbc.fit. And then at the end, we share some uh, of my workouts and what those look like. And we all also give you links so you can see what workouts I do each day, which is pretty cool. So uh, let's get to the interview with Jeff McMahon from TotalBodyConstruction.com or you can go to tbc.fit. Here we go. Jeff, what up? Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, Pat. So happy to be here, man. So happy. I mean, it's not like we don't talk very often because we do almost, what, two, three Uh, times a week. At I mean, least that. <laughs> and you text me every day. Uh, and f- for those of you listening, you might be like, well, what's going on here? Well, Jeff, uh, for those of you who don't know, he is my health and fitness coach and uh, we train virtually. And, you know, I tell people that I have a trainer, that I have a fitness coach and they're like, oh, where in San Diego is this person? I'm like, actually, he's, where are you? You're in Ohio, right? I'm in um, Cincinnati. You're in Cincinnati. And they're like, well, how do you guys train? And I'm like, well, we train over Skype and Skype has kind of moved over itself into FaceTime, but uh, we do that, and I get text messages every day from Jeff in terms of what I should be doing and, uh, you know, the whole plan. And, man, it's made a massive, massive difference. And I thought it would be fun to have Jeff come on the show to talk a little bit about his background and his his business too. But more than that, we're going to get into, you know, why fitness is important. I think it's the most important thing for any entrepreneur to, to do um, because it has made – once I've gotten serious about my fitness, my health, and, and just my nutrition – uh, I see massive returns when it comes to my focus, my productivity, and as a result, my income too. So we're going to talk tips and things people should look out for, maybe some just some take-home things that you guys can use uh, at home, but we're, we'll get into that. So Jeff, uh, before we get talking, why don't you talk a little bit about before, like, how did you get into uh, physical fitness and all that stuff in the first place? Yeah, um, well, it all started, I guess, when I was a freshman in college. Um, my mom had a massive stroke and lost the use of the left side of her body. So for three years of my college career, I did therapy with her from her feet all the way up through her shoulders and neck to try and get mobility back for my mom. Um, I'm Italian, so growing up with a mom is very important in your life. And um, seeing her go through this struggle made me learn to appreciate my gift, which is helping people in their fitness health journey, whatever that entails. And mm-hmm. so from there... Um, I wanted to be a doctor, but I was colorblind, so I can't do that. And I was like, I love training with my mom, so why didn't I, after college, get into personal training and fitness and things? And so I've got a degree in pre-med and pre-farm, but then I'm dual certified in exercise science and sports medicine. Um, I've worked with 600 different people, working through five different sports teams, two colleges, and a plethora of now virtual people. And the way virtual all happened, so you guys know that it's out there, um, my mom with her stroke, a lot of those people can't drive to physical therapy. They can't um, go places. So my mom was like, how can we get a way to help my other stroke members um, so they can work out at home? And that's where the virtual thing has really spawned from. And since then, now I work with you, Pat, and uh, many other online entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And the, the first time we got connected was actually when I had just posted on Twitter what was it, a year and a half ago or two years ago? Last Christmas, yeah. Uh, that I was going to be doing a triathlon. 
and that I couldn't wait to do it, but I didn't know where to start. And you had just randomly tweeted at me and said, hey, Pat, like, dude, I listen to your stuff. Um, I'd be down to help you. And so we just started talking from there and, you know, Jeff became my virtual trainer and uh, he actually flew to San Diego to watch me in my first triathlon um, and it was a lot of fun and the training was hard, but uh, because I had Jeff there on the other end kind of holding me accountable, you know, I had to report back every day with how the workouts were doing and what I was eating and stuff. Um, it really helped push me forward because I knew that if I was just training on my own, like with anything else, it, it, it's, it was going to be a struggle. And I've always found that in my life with anything business related, health related, anything else related. Um, if there's somebody on the other end who's sort of paying attention to what I'm doing, I work a lot harder and I do the things that I'm supposed to do. And of course, as you heard, Jeff is an expert. And so he was able to share with me what I needed to know and do to really just be successful in that triathlon. And I wasn't trying to place or anything like that. I was just trying to finish. I had never ran a triathlon or, or done a triathlon. I had run races before, but I'd never biked. I had to buy a new bike for the triathlon. And so Jeff trained me on kind of how to get going with that and the different workouts for that. He also gave me some great resources actually to learn more about that and the swimming too. So um, Jeff, I want to thank you just publicly here on the, on the podcast for helping me get through my first triathlon and the second one. I actually did another one just a couple months later. So th thank you for that. I, I appreciate you so much for all that you did for me. You're very welcome, buddy. I was happy to be a part of the journey. Yeah, and you actually flew, like I said, you flew to San Diego, uh, picked you up at the airport, then you came in to watch me early in the morning. And I remember after the, uh, so it starts with the swim, right? And then it goes into the bike. And it was just a sprint triathlon, so it's the shortest one. But it was still, it was still hard. And I remember after the bike, um, I saw Jeff there at the transition before I was going to run. And he was actually like taking pictures of me and had his phone up. And guys, I totally... Like, okay, these bikes, right? They they have <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but I remember it so vividly. <laughs> they they have these locks that you put your feet in, right? You have these special shoes that lock into the bike for maximum speed and optimization or whatever. But it's a little bit tricky to get them off. And I was I, again, I'm just a beginner, so I had trouble taking them off and I'm slowing down and Jeff's right there and I like almost right in front of him, I my my feet are stuck in the bike and I just fall over flat on my side and then he has his phone out. I'm like, did you get that? And he's like, no, I just missed it. And I was like, yay. But I thought it would be kind of funny if you did capture it. But um, then I got up and, and ran uh, 5K after that. But it was it was a lot of fun. And um, so that's why I, I wanted to bring Jeff on to talk about the importance of fitness and, and exercise. And you know, a lot of people ask me, Pat, what's your number one tip for being productive? And I always say exercise. I think it was Tim Ferriss who actually asked Richard Branson what his number one productivity tip was and Richard Branson said the same thing and I could not agree more and so Jeff if somebody were to ask you like why should I even worry about physical fitness and education I think on the surface people know that it's important but when it comes down to it we only have so many hours in the day we're all so busy people who are building side businesses have their nine to five on top of that and family and so there's no time there's no extra time for health and fitness but what, what are the consequences of not worrying about that the consequences of not worrying about it is that there's so many things in this world that are deemed to our you know demise like fast food convenience going out to eat all these horrible fats and things that cause cancer that if we don't start paying attention to it there's no point of having a business because you're not going to be well enough to take care of it and being an entrepreneur you know how expensive doctor bills and hospital bills and things like that so the healthier you are that not have to go there the more money you get to keep in your pocket, the more fun you get to have to enjoy life and live pain-free, do triathlons, you know, uh, 
I can, I'm 33 and I used to do martial arts. So I can still do all the martial arts things I used to be able to do. I can do anything I want to do, play with my kids because being active allows you to have a free, free lifestyle like everyone always wants. But here's the thing, Jeff, and I'm speaking for everybody else out there. You know, we, we have, we're so busy. We, we know that if we send this email out or create this product, it's going to show us returns from that hard work. With physical fitness, though, like if I go to the gym tonight, all I'm going to get in return is just being sore tomorrow. I don't, I don't get like immediate results from it. Um, how would you respond to somebody who's just like, well, you know, I, I, I know it's important, but I have all these other more important things that are going to get me results faster to do. Well, to get you immediate results is going to be two parts. A, you're going to have a lot more energy throughout the day because even after your very first workout, you're going to have endorphins kick in. Once those endorphins kick in, your body starts to like it and wants you to do it more. The more you maintain those endorphins, the more energy you have throughout the day. So you can be productive, have those longer work days like the Gary V's and everyone else that like you, Pat, have and are able to conquer because your head is focused and you clear out all the fogginess that comes from eating bad, not taking care of your health and ignoring it. And then the second part would be that um, the other immediate result is just confidence. It's the psychological aspect of working out that comes into play that no one really talks about because you can't see it. Mm -hmm. But that confidence when you're up on stage and you just feel good in front of everyone, you go into that business meeting, you just know that this suit looks good on you. You feel good that you can close this deal. And then you do. And that's the part that comes with time, but it comes very quickly. And you just start to be, wow, I can now do this. Wow, I can now do that. And it just spurs that momentum. Right. And not to mention when we put ourselves on video, when we're uh, on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, you know, that confidence totally bleeds through. And confidence, when you're trying to be an authority, it makes such a difference in how much people trust you and how much they believe in you and take your recommendations, potentially buy your product. I mean, it's kind of sad that, you know, oftentimes how, I mean, it, it just makes sense. Um, I was going to say it gets kind of sad how like that actually matters so much, how confidence from the other end and what you see in that person and how they act and, you know, it should always be about the content of that product. But, you know, it's all always also also about who's creating that product. And if that person is confident, then you're going to have confidence in, in what they're offering, um, which is really important. You know, I, let me tell you a quick story. I think I told you, Jeff, but for everybody else out there, I've maybe have told this, I, I don't remember, but this was like my first time really feeling the impact of exercise. And it was actually after my wife and I had our first son, Kaoni. This was back in 2009, uh, well, late 2009, but in 2010, you know, he was just a couple months old at the beginning of the year. And because it was just so difficult of a lifestyle change. And because I worked from home, uh, it was very easy for me to just, like you said, go get fast food. And because I wanted to be there to take care of the kids and I didn't have time to go to the gym because I needed to be there to support my wife and also work my business. So I just, exercise was, was not a top priority for me. And I remember being at grandma's house in April or somebody snapping a photo of me on the couch and it just, I looked at it and it didn't look like myself. Like I knew it was me, but I just saw like roles in places I'd never seen them before. And I just, I could tell I looked tired and lethargic. And I knew part of it was because um, I was just hard sleeping and taking care of my kid, but also because I just wasn't exercising and not eating well. So that's when I got involved with an at-home fitness program called P90X, uh, which a lot of you know about. And I did actually blog about my journey and I actually showed before and after pictures and stuff. But even after, like you said, the first week of just, Every day for 30 minutes going in and doing the workout, I felt 
so much clearer in my head and I felt more confidence, even though I didn't really make any massive or any really physical changes by that point. I just felt like, I guess it was the endorphins and I just, I felt a lot more confident. And then I got into the point where, and this is where I'm at with you now, Jeff. And I know because we talked last night and I'm a little bit under the weather right now. And I should, I talked to you last night about how badly I wanted to get back into the routine because when you get to the point at which you are doing anything and it becomes almost a habit, the point where when you, for whatever reason, don't get to do that thing. Like you go to the gym all the time and then that one time you don't get to go and it just feels like you feel sick that you didn't get to go. That's how I was feeling last night because Jeff and I got on our kind of weekly in-person review and call and I told Jeff that my throat was hurting and that I was running a small fever and he's like, oh, we shouldn't work out today because it, it just makes it work if you if you work out when you're sick. And I was like, no, but like I need to work out. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm, I feel bad. He's like, dude, don't, you don't make it worse. But I love that I'm that way now because, um, you know, just to fast forward after that week of P90X, after the 90 days, like I felt a lot better. I looked a lot better. I had a lot more energy and it's came at the right time too because now my son is six. We're playing basketball together and, you know, I have all this energy, like you said now. And I feel like if I just didn't pay attention to that, I would just be sitting on a couch all day and, you know, tired, not fully present mentally. Um, it, it's, it's, I'm just very thankful for having exercise in my life. Now, I will say that I tried to do P90X again to keep it up because it's 90 days and I just couldn't, it just got boring because I had already done that same workout. And so I needed something more. And that's when I got into the next program, which was like Insanity by a guy named Sean T, same Beachbody program. But then, you know, I realized that I needed a personal trainer, but I didn't want to be held down to the point where I always had to show up at the gym every day at a certain time. So I needed something that was kind of a, a, a you know, personalized, but also on my own time and a little bit flexible. And that's where I, when, you know, Jeff and I started working together for the triathlon, it worked out really, really well because he knows what I have going on and he asks me every week like, okay, what's this week going to look like? When are you traveling or when are you out? Can you do these days? And whatever days I have available, he puts them in and he just makes sure I get, some done on, I get them done on those days. Sometimes they're at home. Sometimes they're workouts that go to the, that are at the gym. Um, but man, that accountability is so important. Can you, I mean, in your experience with working with over 600 people, like how important is that accountability piece? I think there's a lot of people out there who know that fitness and education or uh, exercise is important um but they don't add that uh, that accountability component which is why a lot of people fail how how important is that really well the the accountability is going to be 80% of showing up like your prime example of the P90X is what everyone goes through it's great to have this home DVD and to go through it but a you're going to get bored and b if the kids are sick or your wife needs you or something like that you're always going to postpone it but mm -hmm. when you Ever since we're kids growing up, we always um, don't want to let people down. You don't want to let your parents down. You don't want to let your coaches, your teachers, uh, your professors in college. So we're brought up to be held accountable to someone else. So when we're an adult and we have our own business, you know, we don't have people to be holding accountable to. So that's where um, coaches and um, experts there to help you are so important because you have that person to push you to say, yes, we got to do this this week. This is what you need to do. And then when you get it done, you feel so accomplished and you love that feeling that you want to do it even more. And, um, so the accountability part is what keeps me in business along with the convenience to, you know, allow people to realize that you can fit it in, in your day. I mean, everyone only has 24 hours in the day. I'm busy. You're busy. I mean, everyone always has things going on. So 
You just have to rearrange your day, say no to some other things to say yes to this, because when you're happy, you're confident, you're feeling good every day, your kids see that, your employees see that, your customers see that. And that's what makes people want to come back to you because they're, oh, you're the fun loving path that's always smiling in a good mood. Well, it's because you feel good on the inside. When you were eating fast food and not, you weren't. And that's a totally different path that other people wouldn't know about. Yeah, no, that's completely true. And I will say that, you know, in the in the beginning when I was starting to work on my exercise, on my physical fitness, I felt like I was losing an hour every day or 30 minutes every day. And I was like, man, I could be using that time to answer emails or create my next product or do something that, I, like I said earlier, will get an immediate return. But man, it didn't take very long for me in that 90 days of doing P90X to realize that I was getting those hours back sometimes five tenfold like in energy and creativity just things started to flow quite nicely and i think it just is a mix of everything related to that with the exercise being the beginning part of that butterfly effect of confidence of energy focus um and and just man it it all comes comes down to there so here's a question you know for people who are you know they're entrepreneurs like most people listening to the show or or want to be entrepreneurs soon to be entrepreneurs excuse me um, but they're just, they don't even know where to s- start with their physical fitness. Like what are some things that they can do maybe even before working with a, a trainer or a virtual trainer or a health coach, like that can just have them find some immediate results. Okay, perfect. Um, I love doing biohacks and this is, um, some good tips. So if you guys have pen and paper, <laughs> write this down. All right, go for um, it. All right. In the morning, you want to do lemon in your water. So lemon in your water is going to help jumpstart your metabolism to already get your body burning fat. As it does that, it flushes toxins out of your body, forcing you to go pee. And as you flush those toxins out, you immediately start to feel better. So water with lemon in the morning is like crucial for everyone. I do it. You know, I tell everyone to do it. Um, It just it's a good way to start your day. But going into the morning, the night before when you're sleeping, Another good hack you can do to keep your health and energy levels up is to just realize that your body sleeps in hour and a half intervals. So you want to maximize like six hours, seven and a half, nine hours. Like just find out when you're going to bed and give yourself a minimum of six, but at least you want to shoot for the seven and a half and or nine. When you wake up in between those kind of time frames is when you wake up and you're hitting the snooze alarm because you're feeling groggy, you're in the middle of dreams and your body doesn't want to wake up, it's being forced to. Whereas if you're going in the hour and a half intervals, like I sleep either six or seven and a half, I set my alarm for one or the other. And then when I wake up, I feel refreshed, I turn off my alarm because I know I'm not falling back asleep and I'm ready to start my day feeling good and go through my morning routine. Have you heard of the app called Sleep Cycle, Jeff? Yes. Do you recommend that? I use that and that kind of accomplish it. I mean, it does keep track of your sleep and the quality of it based on your movements and stuff. But I, the feature that I love the most about it, again, it's called sleep cycle. I think it's like two ninety nine or four ninety nine or something. Um, it, it, you set an alarm of when you want to wake up and it makes sure to wake you up by that time after a cycle ends. So sometimes I set an alarm, for example, like 5.30 a.m., but I wake up at 4.45. Like it, it, the alarm goes off at 4.45 because it's after I've been done with the cycle. And you feel good, right? Oh, dude, like totally. I mean, it, it, it's incredible how, th- it doesn't make sense where, well, if I got 30 more extras of sleep, I would feel worse. Like it doesn't make sense, but you're absolutely right. It's all about those cycles. So whether you use an app or not, paying attention to that hour and a half sort of cycle can be really great. But would you recommend sleep cycle for something like that? 
Oh yeah. I mean the, just understanding how the body sleeps is going to be so much more energy as you wake up in the morning that you're going to feel great starting off your day. Um, the third hack I wanted to tell everyone is like, you know how the 10,000 steps, Pat, like you, everyone should be getting 10,000 steps a day. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, the whole point of that is 10,000 steps roughly equals between five and 600 calories burned as if you walk five miles a day. In doing so, over seven days, you're inept to lose one pound. So after a month, you're down between four and five pounds. So that's why the 10,000 steps is so important. Um, so everyone always knows that number, but no one ever knows why that number is there. So if you put in relations, I mean, you could be down in six months between 25 and 30 pounds if you just keep walking every day. You know, that's not even going to a gym or anything crazy. It's just focusing on your health yeah. and, um, you know, just being a little bit more active. The Fitbit, um, I got involved with Fitbit after Cliff Ravenscraft got involved with it and started like recruiting people to join in on like who can have the most steps every day. And it was actually really fun. And, you know, I don't use the Fitbit anymore because I'm working with you, but um, it was it was really fun. And I, I was trying to like there were nights where I remember I was like at 8000 with two hours left in the day and I would just walk around the house until I got to 10,000 steps because I didn't want the rest of my group to see that I actually wasn't putting in the effort. So that was interesting. But it, it did make a difference. I mean, just the walking around. I think a lot of us have seen the difference that um, it has made on Cliff. Obviously, he's now also working with uh, a coach um, and has done a lot more than just walking. But um, Cliff has just gone through a massive change. And I think and hopefully, I mean, obviously, you know, Cliff, I mean, we all had breakfast yeah. together at some point. And uh, just he was a completely different person, not just physically. I mean, absolutely. He looks completely different. He's like a quarter of his of his ex body. Um, but just his attitude, his his positivity. I mean, I'm in the mastermind group with him and we talk every week and I've just noticed a massive difference in his in his uh, just his positive character now as a result of him gaining confidence from the working out that he's doing now. He's he just finished a hundred mile bike ride the other day. He was Snapchatting it the whole time. And man, I haven't even done that yet. So uh, kudos to, to Cliff. And it, again, it's just started small. So I think this that's what the purpose of these hacks are. It's like these small Small little things. Small little things, these small wins, and you're going to kind of get addicted to doing a lot of these things, you know, and over time, you're going to start to want to add more because it just feels great. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll give one more little life hack that'll be super easy is um, for you guys that are making dinner, you know, with the family and stuff, focus on green vegetables at night because that'll help you burn fat while you sleep. Um, the maximum time when you guys are, you know, burning fat and changing weight is when you go to bed. So that's why you want to be sleeping for that seven and a half to nine hours because it gives your body premium time to be burning fat and helping you lose weight by, you know, excreting out in the morning. So when you go have dinner, focus on lean proteins and green veggies, and that's going to be super important to your health to really transform how you feel at night and then how you wake up in the morning. So you essentially pee out your fat is what you're saying. You, you do a number one and a number two. Okay. <laughs> so, and would you say that um, just drinking water throughout the day can help that yeah. even more? Yeah, water you want to shoot for minimum of 64 ounces um, up to 120 ounces, but um, minimum of 64, which would be a half gallon, um, is what you want to be shooting for throughout the day. And obviously, the more you drink, the more efficient you are because you're hydrating your organs and allowing them to perform at their optimum level. The more you perform at your optimum level, the more fat you're burning, more muscle you're building, and you just look leaner, you feel better, you're stronger, the whole thing starts to take place. Nice. Okay, now here's a question. This is similar to, you know, when people buy online courses, 
I don't know, not even most of the people who do actually put in the effort required to actually go through the course and actually take action on what's being said. I think it's very similar, wouldn't you say, Jeff, that when people buy gym memberships, they think that just buying the gym membership and going in a couple times and you know they're continually paying monthly for that gym membership. I think a lot of us can, can relate to that, thinking that that's what was gonna solve the problem. But obviously what's gonna solve the problem is going in there and doing the work. For those of right. us who have gym memberships but we're not going to the gym, what's the what should we do? Should we go to the gym and just start working out? But then the question, the, then that begs the question, well, how do we know what to do? So that's the first thing, like how do we know what to do? Um, or okay. can any of this stuff be done at home? You can do a lot of it at home. I mean, going to a gym, most people join and when they don't know what to do, go up and do cardio. And they do it for an hour and then they go home. But the problem with cardio is you only burn fat for two to three hours after you're done doing cardio. When you do resistance training with dumbbells or barbells or stability ball or whatever, you burn fat for 16 to 48 hours. So you get much higher return on the resistance training than you do with the standing on, you know, walking on a treadmill or jogging on elliptical and stuff. So if you want to transform your body, you need to be active and working out a minimum of four to five days a week, optimally six. If you're looking to maintain, then you can drop down to the three days a week um, to maintain where you're at. But if you want to make a change to gain weight or lose weight, you got to be hitting the gym. The majority rule, the majority days a week, there's seven days a week, you're in there at least four or five days a week, staying active, staying moving and pushing yourself. Um, but if you want if you you know don't have a gym membership, you want to start at home. Thirty to forty-five minutes is your optimum time of working out. That's going to get your heart rate up the most, but it's also going to get you the quickest results without having to spend two hours a day thinking that you're missing out on other things. So save thirty to forty-five minutes. Group three or four exercises together, whether it's you know body weight squats to push-ups to planks to um, a core exercise, or to if you have dumbbells. You know, um, YouTube has a ton of free resources. Um, I give um, consultations on my website to help people, you know, go through home workouts on their own and things. So um, there's plenty of options out there to um, get you started. But if you have a set of dumbbells and a stability ball, you're, you know, you have a gym in your house. You just have to start using it. And that's where the know-how just, you know, Google or YouTube some videos and you can see what you should be doing in those 30 to 45 minutes and really keeping the intensity. The higher the intensity, the more change you get. Um, and if you start small with dumbbells, you're not really going to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. We're closing up here and I want to make sure people know where they can find you, Jeff. Uh, that's totalbodyconstruction.com. Again, I've been working with Jeff for, for a long time now and I continue to do so because he's great and he has a number of options if you want to work with him on different levels and different ways uh, virtually and things like that. So totalbodyconstruction.com. Now, one of the things, Jeff, that motivated me, and you know this, is the things I sign up for that we then train for. For example, the two triathlons. Even before that, it was the, it was a, no, it was the triathlons to start out with, and, you know, it, in between that and the next thing, I did like a half marathon, so we switched things up and trained yep. for that. And then now, I'm doing, and a lot of people who are following me on Instagram and Snapchat know this, um, I'm training for basketball and essentially specifically in basketball I'm, I'm learning to jump higher and so you're giving me very specific exercises about that and that's what I love about working with you Jeff I mean you take these things that I want to do and you give me exactly what I need to do to get get there already I've increased my vertical like nine to 11 inches since working with you which has been awesome um, but we're not 
quite yet at the rim, but we're going to get there very soon. I'm, I, I know it. Um, but the whole point of this is that for me, at least, what motivated me was knowing what my goals were. And I think a lot of people struggle when it comes to exercise because they just feel like it's just this consistent thing that they have to keep doing and there's no really end game to it. How would you recommend people conquer that? Would you recommend some sort of goal setting? I mean, I think it's important to have goals and some people just say, oh, well, I just want to look better. I want to feel better. I mean, how can people craft goals that are going to work for them? Um, crafting goals is usually a, a two-part series. Obviously, it's the why that comes inside. Like, why is touching the rim important to you, Pat? Why is losing 30 pounds important to you? Um, so making that change, like most people are always like come to me are like, you know, I used to be 50 pounds lighter when I got married or when I graduate college, I want to get back to that again. Um, so realize that it took you, you know, 10 or 12 years to get you to where you are in the opposite direction. It's not going to happen overnight. So goal setting as far as weight loss, a typical goal should be anywhere between eight and 12 pounds a month of weight loss, depending everyone's situation is different, but depending on normal, healthy weight loss that is not just supplements and cleanses and things like that, that's what a typical weight loss should be. So if you're looking at that realm, that's realistic. And then when you hit those goals, you feel good because you're on target with where you're supposed to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other round is, the, you know, the, like you, Pat, the people that want that um, competitiveness, start signing up for things and go small. Do a 5K and walk it or walk jog it and then know what your time is and say, okay, I'm going to beat that on my next 5k. So what do I need to do different? How can I train for that? Um, a lot of people are very, you know, grew up playing sports. So they like that competitive edge. And I highly recommend doing 5k's, 10k's, triathlons, um, you know, signing up for different recreational sports activities to keep that competitive edge because it, it never gets boring to you. Like mm-hmm. you playing basketball, doesn't get boring to you, does it? No, never. And you go every week. So when you have that fun side, um, it doesn't make exercise a drag like, oh, I got to go to boot camp and this Marine guy is going to yell at me. It's, oh, I get to go play basketball and my workouts are making this basketball better so I can jump higher and be faster and steal the ball and whatever. Um, you, working out is always going to complement how you want to attack your um, goals. Yeah. Awesome. And you had asked like, a hypothetical question, which was, Pat, why do you want to jump higher and touch the rim? Well, I'll answer that for people because I know they want to know the answer. Um, <laughs> okay. I think you know the answer, but, you know, for me, when I grew up, I was always the shortest kid in the class. Every band picture I took, I was always in the front row. It was very easy to find me. It was even a joke where when I was on the field, on uh, you know, marching in a show, I was always the guy that was just, the, it was very easy to spot me because it was just a row of tall people and then whoop like there's Pat and then back to the tall people. So I was just, I, I stood out like a, a sore thumb and nobody ever wanted me to be on their team, that sort of thing, especially for basketball. I never got to play basketball with my friends because I was too short. And yes, I was fast and I felt like I had the handles, but because I was short, I was just always kind of discounted. And so for me at this moment in time, getting a lot of inspiration from a lot of people out there who are doing bigger things, a lot of things that maybe even might seem impossible for people, um, that's really inspired me to do something that, is almost impossible. And I feel like that is touching the rim. I mean, I'm still fairly short about five, eight Filipino. I don't have natural jumping ability, but this is something I'm shooting for. And I'd love to do it to prove to myself and others that, you know, what might seem impossible is not. And so, uh, you know, we're on our way. We've already increased my vertical about 11 inches. And so a lot of that was was technique, but tell um, the people how close you are right now. I'm about two or three inches away. Right. I mean, you're, you're right there. You're, 
couple more weeks and you got it. So, I mean, any impossible dream is always going to be possible as long as you put in the time and effort. Right, right. And then I'm going to go into the NBA draft and uh, (laughs) play for the Warriors alongside Curry and Thompson. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, But anyway, yeah, thanks, Jeff. Again, I appreciate you coming on and sharing this, this advice. I just... You know, the reason why I wanted to have Jeff on this, this, uh, and we didn't even really talk about your business model at all, but I, you know, this is really important stuff. I mean, to me, yeah. uh, fitness has, has been one of those things that was a huge surprise to me in terms of the return on investment. And mostly the investment is just time. And, you know, man, it, the, just the mental clarity, uh, it's provided me the focus and creativity to allow me to build my business big, bigger and better and stay more focused on what I needed to. I mean, it's just, it's so important. I, that's why I wanted to include it here. And I, there was no better person to talk about this than uh, you, Jeff. So I appreciate you being here. Where can people find out more about uh, you and what you have going on? Yeah. Um, like Pat said, go to my website, totalbodyconstruction.com. And then I'm also on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Jeff McMahon TBC, which is for Total Body Construction. So, Awesome. Um, that's it. Do you want to set up like a special page for, for people here or should they just yeah. go to the homepage? Well, I have it set up. It's um, tbc.fit slash SPI and you guys can log on there. I have my um, assessments. You guys can get one-on-one assessment from me. I can take you through what um, what you guys have going on, whether it's injuries, goals, weight loss, uh, train for something, and then we can help you get started with a um, complimentary uh, workout plan. Nice. So that's tbc.fit slash SPI. Awesome, Jeff. Thanks so much. I appreciate you offering that to everybody. We'll definitely have that in the show notes, of course. And uh, we'll talk probably tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, man. Chat soon. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jeff McMahon. Again, you can find him at tbc.fit slash Pat if you want to check out my training and some of the things we do. He also has a little free health breakthrough assessment um, there too, which is really cool. And so again, that's tbc.fit slash Pat. And Jeff, thank you so much. I know you listen to the show. Thank you for all you do. Uh, and it's really funny because ever since we had started working together, we found out that you know we're pretty much twins in a lot of ways in terms of our hobbies and how we grew up and things we've participated in and whatnot. It's, it's really cool. Jeff's become a really good friend and uh, we're going to be playing some Xbox and stuff at some point once I finally get an Xbox. Uh, but anyway, just Jeff's awesome. Check him out. And thank you to everybody who has spent time today listening. I appreciate you. And I hope you will take care of yourself in some way, shape, or form because the world needs you. And the world needs you to be healthy so that you can provide that service that you're looking to provide. Hey, and really quick, I want to let you know about a page on the website that might be really helpful for you. A lot of you are already taking action on what you've heard on the podcast, which is fantastic. But a lot of you have also messaged me asking for more, deeper information, more fine-tuned and highly targeted information for specific problems and pains that you might be having. So what I did was I actually put together a few courses. There's more courses actually coming down the road, uh, but you could check out all the courses and things that are available to you there at smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. My team and I have worked really hard to put together the best information that'll help you solve specific problems that you might be having in your business. So if you're just starting out and you need help and you need accountability, handholding, you want a community behind this as well, check it out. Smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. You can see what's available there. All different kinds of courses to help you through a number of different things you might be working on. And like I said, there are more courses coming down the road too. So one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. The show notes for this 
particular episode are at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 228. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. We bring on a great guest who's made some noise in the world of website design and uh, she's amazing and the way that she was able to reach out to me was really cool too. So you're gonna hear all about that and, um, and more. So thank you so much, I appreciate you and I'll see you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.